This is episode number 96 and the power of rest. Welcome to the Success 101 podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren, where each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me today. Now let's kick things off. Hey guys, welcome back to another Success 101 podcast, and we are going to slow things down today. Why? Because we are talking about the power of rest. Not sleep, but the power of being rested. And I think that's a concept that a lot of us hard-charging individuals have a tough time with. It's one thing to know that you need sleep because you're just absolutely broken down. But a lot of times people think this concept of rest, especially active rest, that we're going to talk about today is a waste of time. And I still fall into that trap, I'll admit. There's a lot of times on Sunday afternoons where my wife will say, hey, I'm going to go take a nap. And I got this huge internal battle within me because everything within me wants to go take a nap, but I just always feel like I have too much stuff that I need to do. And there's a ton of research and science out there on what the benefits of rest will allow you to do and how much better it will make you feel. And I remember back to a couple of months ago whenever I came to my staff and I was feeling horrible. I was feeling tired, burnout. And I went to my staff and I just said, hey, I'm putting up a do not disturb sign on my door. If anybody comes by asking where I am, just tell them I'll be out in a little bit. I'm going to take a quick 20-minute nap. And they just stared at me like, okay, that's weird. You're going to take a nap in the middle of the day? But you do want a nap. You want to get those naps in during the day, but just don't get into deep sleep to where you wake up groggy. It's these quick bursts, these quick naps during the day that's going to give you a second breath, a second energy. But the motivation here today is all around Dr. Matthew Edlund, and he is known in the medical community as the rest doctor. And his website is therestdoctor.com, and you can also find him on Twitter, at the rest doctor. And he's got a great book out right now called The Power of Rest, Why Sleep Alone is Not Enough. So you guys know if you're a regular listener that I've been on this kick of trying to get more sleep for quite a while now, trying to push my average up, and it's been a struggle, I'll admit. There's so many things that I feel need to be done each day in my schedule, but maybe that's a problem in and of itself. Maybe I need to take a step back and look at my schedule and determine that I'm too busy, figure out where my priorities are. And so the concept today is around active rest, and sleep's going to tie into there some, but I think this concept of active rest, or where many of us, myself included, are really missing out each day on trying to rejuvenate ourselves and get the energy that we need to reach our peak performance so let's go ahead and dive into this concept of active rest and the rhythms of life. You know there's different types of rest out there. There's social rest, there's mental rest, there's spiritual rest especially. And this idea of rest and how we think rest is a waste of time or we don't have time to block out naps during the day. Dr. Edlin would say that your body is constantly regenerating itself and that we have to have rest. And this was a fascinating idea to me. The body is always growing and regenerating itself and that's how we survive. Think about this. Most of our bodies are gone in about three to four weeks. I don't know if you realize that, but the image you're looking at today in the mirror technically will be gone in about three or four weeks. Cells in our body die off and they regenerate themselves and we're constantly being created inside and outside. And that's how our good creator made us. You've, uh, you've probably heard those mattress commercials that say your mattress doubles in weight about every six to eight years because of all the dead skin cells that fall into it, which is really nasty to me. 
but your body every three to four weeks is creating a new version of yourself. And the image you're looking at today in the mirror will be gone in about three or four weeks from the image that you see right there in front of you. Your cells are constantly regenerating themselves. We're constantly updating ourselves and rebuilding ourselves. And people tend to think rest is something that's not very important or a waste of time. And I'm really talking about enjoyable or active rest, not just naps. Rest can come in many different forms, breathing, stretching, spending time with loved ones, sitting out on the beach. It doesn't have to be sleep. There are many different ways that we can regenerate and rejuvenate, re-energize ourselves each day around the idea of rest. But you've got to figure out how to build in activities in life where you're just slowing down. You're doing something enjoyable. You're getting into these rhythms of life. And Dr. Edlin says the rhythms of life are timed almost like music. You've heard me mention before the circadian rhythms and ultradian rhythms. The ultradian rhythms are saying that most people have about 60 to 90 minute bursts each day before you need to go rejuvenate your brain. Whereas circadian rhythms are the rhythms that keep us up in the morning. And the circadian rhythms are the rhythms that are going to get us up in the morning. And they're going to make us get tired and sleepy to go down at night. It's just a 24-hour cycle that we're in, day and night, rest and wake. And that's everything that's been set up by our creator. And if you use your time properly and you recognize when you're at your best and then when you should go to sleep, it all fits into the way we're meant to live physically, mentally, socially, spiritually, and people tend to just last a lot longer. They live longer. They're more enjoyable to be around when they're rested. And they also don't fall into this burnout that we as entrepreneurs can fall into from time to time when we are just spent. Why? Because we're not listening to the rhythms of our body. We're not following the rhythms of our body when we need rest, when we need better nutrition, when we need more water. That's a big one for me. We are not listening to these rhythms of how to go about our day to day. And so we're constantly and frantically running from task to task or idea to idea and just putting so much pressure on ourselves, going through so many tasks each day. It's always fascinating to me how people mention thousands upon thousands, if not millions of things to us throughout our lifetime. You're always hearing conversation between other people or someone talking to you. And I think it's really interesting how certain things just stick with you in the millions of conversations we hear and that we have in our lives. Why is that that certain phrases or certain things that are said stick with us or they sear into our brain when so many other words just pass by and we don't remember them? You know, most people say that a presentation that's given to you, really even one that you're engaged in, you're deeply engaged in, maybe even taking notes, about 80% of what's said in that presentation will be gone within the next 48 hours. You won't even remember what was said. But how is it that millions of conversations are had during our lifetime and we remember things? from way back when that are just so seemingly inconsequential, that are just so seemingly insignificant. There's reasons those things are sticking with us, and it's because whether we realize it or not, our brain registers that as a profound moment in our life. And one of the things my wife said to me at one point that stuck with me, she said, I get the sense that you carry stress all day long. And of course, pridefully, I turned around and said, I don't think so. I handle stress very well. I don't carry stress during the day. I do a good job of just moving forward through my stressful day. And she said, uh, it's very profound, I'll never forget this. She said, no, I get that. You can muscle it through. You can get past stress from time to time. But you have stresses that are being applied to you constantly throughout the day. And that concept of the idea of stress being applied to me, I guess I hadn't thought of, as simple as that may sound. I just thought of how I handle stress during the day. But whether I handle stress well or not, there will be times where stress just continues to be applied to me. I will get burnt out. I will get fatigued. I will need more rest. And so this was a huge idea for me because I realized that I could stick with this pride of just always saying that I could muscle through stress with the best of them out there. 
but I didn't think about this concept that over time, I am human. I am finite. I My willpower is finite. I will eventually get worn down if these stresses just keep applying themselves to me over and over throughout the day. And so the concept that Dr. Edlin is talking about here is how we manage that. How do we manage those stresses that are being applied to us? And how do we get into these rhythms of life to where we can rest? Even in the height of stress, when the highest levels of stress are being applied to us, how do we find rest? And it goes back to these rhythms, these circadian rhythms. Circadian rhythms just mean around the day when you look back at the Latin word. It's built into us. Our cells are even created to think about day and night in these 24-hour cycles and how they respond to internal and external factors. And we've got to figure out how to rest, and most of us just ignore that. And it's not rocket science, guys. You don't have to be a neuroscientist to figure this thing out, that if you stay up too late but you've got to get up early and perform, you're not going to be in a good state to do that to your highest potential. We are all in performance-based businesses. If you're tuning into this podcast, you probably did so because you're in some level of high-activity, high-performance-based business each day. But I'm telling you, we've got to listen to our evening clocks and our morning clocks. And if you listen to that, you can usually find that you're not just going to improve how you feel, but also how you perform, which is very important. Monster energy drinks are only going to help you move forward for a little while. And we've got to get our important things done early in the morning when we're well rested. Don't save it to the end of the day when you're burnt out and your willpower is spent. We all know that our willpower is finite and we have a limited amount of time each day to use it. We've got to listen to these clocks. We've got to listen to these rhythms that are going on around us that we all should be living by. And it's really interesting to me the way the internal processes of your body respond to change and respond to these rhythms of recreating themselves as time goes on. Think about this, guys. The hepatitis virus only takes about three to four days to completely mutate itself and regenerate itself in its pure form. So if our immune system wasn't adapting to that and responding to that change continually, and we weren't created by the good Lord to respond to those changes going on in our body, we'd be toast. We'd be dead at this point. But it's a very interesting concept to me how our internal processes and our internal organs and our internal immune system is refreshing itself, is constantly rejuvenating and reviving itself within us without us even knowing it to respond to these things that are going on around us. We literally have built-in rhythms to where we can live in harmony with things that are changing around us that are outside of our control and will allow us to be at our best. If you're up really late at night and you're looking at cell phone monitors and iPad tablet monitors, the blue light... It's going to change our biological clocks. It's going to affect these natural rhythms of our bodies and our organs, and we're not going to get the rest that we need. Our cells are not going to multiply and divide the way that they should, and we're going to start aging faster. We have to tap into these rhythms and learn how to rest even in the busyness. And we don't want to be down in the dumps in a performance level. So if we're going to perform and show up every day ready to go, we have to be able to learn how to rest. So important. You've heard me talk about Brian Johnson and his idea of digital sunsets, how when the sun goes down, the technology goes off. You may have heard me mention the melatonin-producing safety glasses that I bought on Amazon after I heard this idea online where you can wear yellow-tinted or orange-tinted safety glasses at night about 60 to 90 minutes before you get ready to go to bed, and it's going to bring the lights down in your house. It's going to start producing melatonin in your mind. And it's going to reduce the levels of light there going into your optical sensory systems, and it's going to start producing melatonin in your brain to get you sleepy 
much faster. We've got to get these lights turned down in our house before we get ready to actually start winding down for the night. If we'll just learn how to rest, if we'll get this technology out of our face and start winding down before we're even ready to go to bed each night, we're going to start producing melatonin a little bit earlier, and we're going to be focused on the right things to get us into a state of rest instead of focused on the wrong things like YouTube videos over and over like I get sucked into with this self-sabotage of not timing my own actions the right way, and I go to bed with my brain still pretty wired up. Remember, 98% of what's going to help you have a good morning is what you did in the PM before. How did you get ready for bed the night before? How did you wind your brain down and start resting before it came time to actually go to sleep? There's a ton of research around depression and how it ties into this idea of rest. And if you want to get depressed really quickly, research would tell you to watch a lot of TV at night. Look at your iPad for a long time at night. This blue light that's coming through our cell phones and our tablets, it keeps our brain thinking it's not time to produce melatonin just yet and it keeps us staying awake. Now the body may feel fatigue and you may know that you're tired, but the light that's coming into your eyes is going to keep your brain running and keep your brain awake. I'm sure we've all laid down in the bed at night saying, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted. I can't wait to get to sleep. And then what? You just lay there and look at the ceiling. That's because your body is fatigued, but your brain is still running. Melatonin has not started getting produced to the levels that it needs to to get you in a calm, restful state. That's why from time to time you've heard me say that I artificially take melatonin in a pill form and it has L-theanine in there that's going to help me not only get to sleep faster but also have a much more calm rested sleep throughout the night. Eat, move, sleep. I'll come back to that over and over again in these podcast episodes. How are you eating? How are you moving? How are you sleeping? All of this is going to tie into your rest and how you are winding your body down at different times of the day. And I want you to hardwire this in. Drill down on this concept of active rest. And a lot of this will tie into sleep, but I'm talking more about the times that you're not sleeping. You're just resting. You want to get the best performance during the day, then we have to learn how to rest more and enjoy the day. Enjoy your time before bed, which is going to help you sleep a lot better. And we also have to understand that rest comes in many different forms. There's spiritual rest, which is very important. There's mental rest, which is very important. There's emotional rest. There's physical rest. If you really want to have the performance each day that we're all hoping to achieve, then you can't just see rest as a waste of your time. We have to focus on this. We have to study it just like anything else in your body and in your mind that you're hoping to master. And if you're not really into rest or you feel like you don't have enough time to rest, just go Google Fortune 500 CEOs and the idea of rest. There are tons of articles out there on how highly productive, highly successful people build in rest, and they find that so important. Just challenge yourself. Go do a Google search on that. And research would tell you that if you keep people at sleep deprivation levels for a long enough period of time, they're going to get ill, they're going to get pressed very quickly, even sometimes hallucinations start happening in there. So the big motivation for me is what is my mind going to gain from this? Physically, mentally, socially, spiritually, you can apply all four of those to whatever problem you're having in a high performance type business each day when it comes to rest. And he even goes on to say that sitting today may be the new smoking. You know, there was a time where smoking wasn't perceived to be that bad. People would just light up in their offices and people smoked all the time. But now there's plenty of research out today where we know what the harmful effects of smoking are. But now there's also so much data on being sedentary and what that does to our body. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know that at one point I went and got a stand-up desk. Veridesk, V-A-R-I-D-E-S-K.com. It's so easy. You just sit it right on top of your desk. You don't really have to move anything. But the biggest benefit to me is that it keeps my brain active throughout the day, and I don't get into that brain fog 
where I'm slumping into my chair. I am up. I am active. It keeps my energy levels up each day, and it has been a complete game changer for me. And if we're going to show up and perform to the best versions of ourselves each day and reach this peak performance that we always talk about, we have to do these little small things that oftentimes aren't thought about or maybe even thought about as a waste of time. We've got to understand how this plays into our overall performance and how the idea of rest is going to help us get there. So in 2015, when I was up against the wall, I had a choice. I could either wake up pessimistic, negative, looking at the glass half empty as I'd done for so many years of my life without even realizing it, or I could wake up to joy. And there's this idea of joy and happiness and how those things are linked together. And though they somewhat are, joy and happiness are really completely different in my mind. Happiness is a very fleeting thought at times. You can have one moment of happiness where there's a rush of dopamine to your brain and you can feel great. And in the next few minutes, you're stressed out about something you need to do at work or somewhere else in your life and you're partially depressed. So happiness is a very fleeting feeling. It can come and go very quickly. And many times we don't have a lot of control over it. There are things we can do to have more times of being in a restful, happy state, but many times we can't control our external circumstances that come over us that make that happiness completely absent from our body. So what I was really seeking was joy. And for me personally, that was a deep area of spiritual joy and finding rest in spiritual joy each day. My focus was, how do I walk with my creator every day? How do I become joyful each day whenever I wake up and choose joy? Many of us know that though we try hard, the things of this world cannot fulfill us with the real joy that we are seeking each day. Even our spouse cannot fulfill the joy that we are looking for. And I came across this passage of scripture that I wanted to share with you, and it's Psalms 127. And it says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. So what I realized is I can work and work and work and I can get up super early every single day and toil and toil and muscle it through and feel like I'm beating my head against the wall each day to only watch my efforts be anxious toil as I just grind myself into the ground. Don't you know that the Lord gives his beloved sleep? And it's like, what am I trusting in? Am I just beating my head against the wall or am I trusting in spiritual rest? And scripture even says the people from before, from prior generations, did not learn how to enter the Lord's rest. And so I had a choice. I could either let stress bear down on me each day and make poor decisions of not getting sleep and rest each day, or I could wake up each day and seek joy. The Lord gives his beloved sleep. Totally okay if you get up in the morning. You know I love the miracle morning routine and it's changed my life. But as long as you're getting up for the right reasons for joy and passion and not just getting up because you're stressed about getting things done and you're constantly running around in a stressful state going from task to task. So check out Hebrews 3 and 4, chapters 3 and 4 and Psalms 127. Shoot me a message and let me know how that changes you each day. So back to this idea of naps and how that ties into rest for us. It is very hard for me, as I mentioned, to motivate myself to go take naps. But I found encouragement in knowing that he said that in just six minutes, six minutes of napping, our bodies have enough rest to start that rejuvenation process and give us a second wind. And think about this, before we had lights, before Thomas Edison invented the light bulb, the American population slept more than 10 hours each night. It was almost 10 and a half hours each night. And now the average American sleeps less than seven hours each night. I don't think it's any coincidence that we have higher depression rates, higher suicide rates, higher just overall feelings of not measuring up to where we should be and popping more pills and medication than we ever have in our history 
I don't think there's any coincidence to that, that we used to get almost 10 and a half hours of sleep, and now we're getting less than seven each night. How does that change our overall society? How does that change our levels of peak performance we're trying to get to each day? And how does that keep us from measuring up to where we constantly feel like we're not getting ahead and we constantly feel like we're failing? Here's the encouragement, though. If you can find 10 to 20 minutes each day to get in a small nap, or if you can do that a few times throughout the week, that's going to make a huge difference for you. You're going to rejuvenate. You're going to recharge. It's amazing to me how if I can just get 15 minutes of sleep in here or there, which I don't do very often, but on the times that I do, I wake up a little bit groggy at first, but very quickly afterwards, I realize that energy levels have restored and I'm ready to get going again. We've got to find time during the day to turn our minds off, even for brief periods of time and detach from the stress. You're going to be sharper. You're going to be on point. You're going to be more mentally cognitive whenever you show up. And if you're in a business like mine where you constantly have to meet with clients or coaching like I do, I need to be on. It's only fair for my clients that I get the amount of rest that I need each night to where my brain is performing for them. My brain is performing for the financial advisors that I coach and guide. And I can do that with just a little bit of rest throughout the day. I had a coworker at one point that I found out through conversation likes to take naps during the day. And I said, where do you take these naps at? And he said, well, I go down to my car. <laughs> I was like, what? In the middle of the day, he's like, yeah, my office has windows on it. If I slept in there, people would see me. So I go down to my car and I thought, man, what a weirdo breaks away from his day throughout the week and just goes and takes these naps in his car. But I realize now that he had it figured out. He had it completely figured out. And I would encourage you to find any way that you can to find pockets of rest during the day to get more sleep. You want to know something mind-blowing? I had mentioned that the body regenerates itself about every three to four weeks. Well, think about this. So does the heart. Every three to four weeks, you have a brand new heart within your body. How incredible is our good creator that he created a heart that continues to pump and beat on its own and keep us alive, all the while regenerating and recreating itself as it keeps beating within our body to keep us alive. That is mind-blowing to me. That is fascinating. You also have these things called telomeres in your body. They're at the end of your chromosomes, and they're makeup and part of your DNA, and that helps us stay youthful for longer. When our telomeres start wearing out and they stop reproducing themselves in the same way, that's when we start seeing the internal makeup of our body change, and then that affects the external makeup of our body. And it starts making us age faster than what we should be. And some people age a lot faster than others. And we can really speed up that aging process faster by not getting as much rest, by not engaging in these rhythms of when we should be up and when we should be down and know that we need to take a break and rejuvenate our mind and body. Normally, you know, we don't realize that we're aging until we look at an old picture or we see an old video of ourselves. But there were a few times in the last year and a half where I would go and look in the mirror, where I would be brushing my teeth and I would look up and see myself in the mirror and notice visible signs of aging. That is a telltale sign immediately for me that I need help. I need to get rest. I need to get more sleep. So check in with yourself on that. Are you in the same position where you're finding yourself constantly beat down, constantly with your mind in the gutter, constantly being more pessimistic and negative than you found yourself before? These heavy bags, as Dan Sullivan talks about, we've got to find ways to reach these peak performance levels that we need each day. And that's not just peak performance at work. That's peak performance at home as well. So you may think naps are a waste of time. You may think rest, you know, you don't have time for it. You can think whatever you want to think about it. But take it from me, we do not have to live this way. We've got to listen to our body. We've got to listen to our rhythms and figure out what rest means to you. Maybe it's going to get a workout. Maybe it's going for a run. Maybe it's just sitting in a room by yourself, deep breathing. There's plenty of research on that and how that decreases stress and gets us in a rejuvenated, restful state. Fathers out there, husbands out there, check in on that with yourself. 
What type of father are you being if you're constantly spent around your kids? You can't even take care of yourself, much less taking care of your kids in a healthy, nourishing environment that they're relying on you for. Husbands, what type of husband are you being when you can't even take care of yourself because you're so spent and burnt out all the time? And maybe you need to check in on that and realize that rest would do you some good. If my heart is regenerated in a very rapid amount of time and my body and my cells regenerate themselves in a very rapid amount of time, what am I doing? What self-sabotage am I doing that's not allowing those systems to function in harmony in the way that they should? And if you think that you don't have time to rest, then you're probably the type of person that needs rest even more. You may have heard one of my episodes on Dr. Andrew Hill, the neuroscientist that created True Brain. He said if you're the type of person that doesn't think they have 20 minutes a day to rest, and get in some meditation or deep breathing to just pull back and de-stress from the day, then you probably need to be doing it for about an hour each day. So think about that concept as you go out and crush it this week to find new areas of peak performance in your life. And I hope you find more rest than what you've been getting if you've been struggling with this. And keep sending your comments my way. Your comments are what keep me going and what allow me to realize what content I need to be bringing to you here on this podcast to help you reach your maximum peak potential each day. Thanks so much. 